الحمد لله وكفى وصنعوا على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إنما أمره إذا أراد شيئا أن يقول له كن فيكون فسبحان الذي بيده ملكوت كل شيء وإليه ترجعون سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وصنعوا على المصنين الحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم about a week ago or maybe a week and a half ago there was a, a powerful storm that went through <clears throat> and it's interesting uh, the night before I think it was Thursday I uh, I had planned actually for the course of the week we had to get some groceries and I prefer personally to go in the evenings rather than on the weekend so I wasn't able to go on Wednesday for whatever reason and Thursday night before the storm was coming the following morning I, I had to go to the store so just a few things that were left that we needed to get so I thought I would just go ahead and get it then so I had gone at night and uh, when I pulled up it was probably around it was after Isha maybe 8.30 close to 9 o'clock and I pulled into the parking lot and it was full. It was full, packed. And uh, I was thinking, what's going on? So I walked inside the store. And it, they were, uh, it, the, it was uh, very crowded. It was more crowded than you know, a usual Sunday afternoon or a Saturday afternoon when everyone goes grocery shopping. You couldn't find space. There was no carts available. You know, the, line, the cashier lines were very long and uh, you, people were just literally piling up as much as they could into their carts, into their shopping carts, filled with stuff that, you know, would probably uh, fulfill them for the next three, four weeks. And it almost felt as if, you know, they were going to be stuck in their homes for two months. That's the way people were shopping. And, um, and it, was, it was interesting because I, I had to get three, four things and I wasn't trying to fill up my cart, nor did I want to stand in line for that long. I needed to get a couple of things, but I was being held up because all these people in anticipation of a storm that was supposed to arrive in six, seven, or eight hours, were, were preparing their provisions. And it got me thinking a little bit on two levels. One level was that look at the extent of preparation people put in because of the possibility of a difficulty. So a storm coming through, it's not a guarantee. Many a times, you know, forecasters will predict that you're gonna get a foot of snow, you're gonna get a foot, a, half, a foot and a half of snow, and it ends up being three or four inches of snow. You know, you wonder why schools were even closed to begin with, you wonder why people were panicking to begin with, it was just overkill. And yet, despite that, the mere fact that there's the possibility of a difficulty coming, people are willing to, people prepare to such a great extent Right? So much so that the grocery stores are packed the night before in anticipation of the possibility that they won't be able to go shopping for the next few days. There's a possibility that, they won't be, that they'll run out of milk. There's a possibility they'll run out of water. There's a possibility that they'll run out of food. You know, and what are they going to do? So because of this possibility for the difficulty, it's not even a guarantee. People go to extreme lengths in preparation, almost fanatical, you can say, if you will. And that's only for the possibility of a difficulty. And yet we, through the Qur'an, know that most certainly a difficulty is coming. And that difficulty is the Day of Judgment, and which will stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And yet we're told by the Prophet that this is a real difficulty. Like there's a possibility that the snowstorm won't come, but there's no possibility that the Day of Judgment is not going to come. 
Yeah, there's a possibility that that uh, you know that uh, that uh, that uh, the this roads will be closed. But there's no there's no possibility that there will not be a day of judgment. It's a guarantee. There's no possibility that this will not be that this won't happen. There's no possibility that it'll be a, that that it will be an easy day. It's a guaranteed day of difficulty. And you, know, the Prophet ﷺ told us multiple times. Allah Taala has told us multiple times in the Quran that this is worth preparing for. If you're going to go to extreme lengths to prepare for this, you know, for a storm, think about the extreme lengths we would need to go to in order to prepare our provisions for the hereafter, right? What you know, what preparation must that require? What excitement must that require? What uh, fear and anxiety must that require in order to prepare for something that's a guaranteed difficulty by Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala and the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? No, and this is why you see, you look at the lives of the Sahaba and the Prophet you see why they were so focused on preparing themselves for the Akhirah. Because they saw it as a guarantee, not as a possibility. They saw it as a guarantee. And so everything, all their provisions were being gathered through the course of their life so that they could prepare for what they had to take forward before them. Right? And this is such a guarantee. You know, once uh, Abu Sa'id al-Khudri, uh, anhu, he had asked the Prophet Sallallahu uh, Alaihi and this is narrated in the books of Imam Tirmidhi and Imam Ahmad, he asked the Prophet Sallallahu the Prophet said to him uh, that, how can I enjoy life in this world? When, you know, when the, uh, the angel Israfil has the trumpet between his lips and his head is already bent forward, meaning ready to blow, and his ears uh, are already covered with his hands because he's about to blow this trumpet. How can I enjoy life when I know that this is his present state? The Prophet ﷺ said this. So the Sahaba Allah asked him, well, "What do we do? You know, like this, you know, it's like this. The storm's coming by, and you know, you're gonna get 36 inches of snow. You go, what should we do? What should we do? The Sahaba are asking, "What should we do? How do we? What do we do for this? You know, this is your state, Rasulullah. This is your state. And then another example, Abu Hurairah anhu, he. Uh, Toward the end of his life, when he was very ill, he was crying. He was crying. And so he said that, look, I'm not crying because of the life of this world, because of my illness, because of my sickness. I'm crying because of the long journey that I know that's coming ahead and the deficiency of my provisions. And he said, At, by this point, I've climbed, the, uh, I've climbed to such a height and that height leads down to either Jannah or Jahannam and I don't know where I'm going to be. This is Abu Huraira who has narrated more hadith than any other Sahabi. More hadith than any other Sahabi. Right? Every other hadith that Abu Huraira And he himself is crying when he's ill. He's saying, look, I'm not crying because of some, this difficulty that's come upon me. I'm crying because I've reached this height and I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't bring with me, you know, for this journey that's about to come. I didn't bring with me the provisions that I needed. And the way we pack our shopping carts in for, these sort, for, for difficulties in this world, he's saying, I haven't loaded up deeds on my back to take with me on this journey that I know is going to be very difficult. I mean, what other provisions are there but deeds? So Abu Huraira is saying that I've already reached this height, but I don't know where this is going to lead to, either Jannah or Jahannam, and out of that I'm crying out of fear. And many Sahaba were like this, right? That they, they were so fearful of the day, they were so fearful because they didn't know what, where, their, where they were going to end up. They were that focused. You know, the Prophet is saying that, you know, if, if, if you knew that which I knew about what's to come, then you would laugh little. And you would weep much more. So you see example after example in the lives of the Sahaba and the Prophet where they were so concerned about what they, what provisions they had for the difficulty that was coming. And it raises in our own minds the question, well, what have we actually prepared for the Akhirah? 
Like what have we you know, stockpiled for the Akhirah? You know, when, when we see people around us preparing for some major difficulty, let's say a storm, or you know, in, in times of war, and the, 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 the difficulties, that, that, that inevitable, or what seems to be inevitable difficulty, and the stockpiling that people do before this occurs, right? When Y2K had happened, and there's a possibility, there's a possibility that no one was going to have power for a few weeks or for a few months, and people were flooding their bathtubs and filling up, you know, uh, b- jugs and bottles and gallons of water at home, and they were emptying out store shelves because of the possibility that doomsday was coming just the possibility it never came it never came for something that never came for something that didn't even come we had prepared that much but imagine day of judgment is a guarantee the akhirah is a guarantee there's no possibility of 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 it not occurring and yet we prepared very little and then the second another thing came to mind so the next thing that came to mind, I was so I left the store and I was thinking, Subhanallah, this is the extent of preparation people are going to for this, and who knows if it's actually even going to snow the way it is. And even if it is, three four days later, it'll be fine. Then I thought, Subhanallah, look how easy it is <clears throat> for Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to disrupt a system. Look how easy it is for a system to be disrupted. Meaning, look how easy Allah Ta'ala has. Allah Ta'ala is able to execute His commands. Now look, when a storm goes through an area, you know, how many schools are shut down? Right? Every single school district in the, in the southern part of the state, or in most of the Midwest, was completely closed for a day. Offices, businesses closed for a day, closed for two days. Universities shut down. Federal offices closed. Courts closed. Everything is closed. The whole system is disrupted. Simply because of something that is completely out of our own control, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decides that something's going to happen and the entire system has to follow his, his amr, his command. Now look at it. If you were to look at, um, in this world, the way that you would be able to close all schools across an entire area, would be that you would somehow get some holiday accepted, right? So if you can push some holiday into the system, then you can have all schools in an entire area you know, shut down for a day. So, for instance, Martin Luther King Day. You take the example. That day was proposed in the late 60s. In the late 60s, it was proposed that we need to have a day commemorating this person and, and the sacrifices this person made. And it took over 30 years for, this, for all 50 states to accept it as a, as a holiday. It took about 15 years, uh, sorry, it took about 15 years for the federal government to recognize it and sign it in as a holiday. It took over 30 years for, 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 the, uh, for all states to accept it as a holiday. And even to this day, there are some schools that will not be closed for this day. It's gonna take more and more effort on behalf of the people that have been pushing this holiday forward for it to be accepted by everyone. Meaning it's not easy to try to get schools to close. It's, it's not easy to, get, to, to, to push a holiday It's not easy to cause this to occur But look what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does With no preparation on his part with no, with no effort on his part So effortless You know what? Today, everyone's gonna stay home A snowstorm comes through and everyone's forced to stay home Kun fayakun That's it This is his control and he says in the Quran, إِنَّمَا أَمْرُهُ إِذَا أَرَادَ شَيْئًا أَنْ يَقُولَ لَهُ كُنْ فَيَكُونَ That his command, Allah Ta'ala's command is such that when he intends something, arada shay'an, when he intends something, when he intends for schools to be closed, right? 
Everyone has this intention. We want to push this holiday so schools are all off. And it takes 30, 35, 40, 50 years of effort by hundreds if not thousands of people coming together and, and putting an effort in and uh, pushing you know, their, what they feel to be important values upon the society, trying to convince millions of people that this school should be closed for this reason. It takes all of that effort. And it starts from their intention. Allah Subh'ana says, When He wants something, all He has to do is say, Kun, just fayakun, and it happens. He wants the system to be disrupted. He wants schools to be closed. Kun. Snowstorm goes through. Everyone's closed for a day. No one can even argue against it. No one can say anything against it. This is Allah Subh'ana wa Ta'ala's power. He's that in charge of the world. He's that in charge of, 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 uh, uh, of, of us. He's that in charge of everything. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَسُبْحَانَ الَّذِي بِيَدِهِ مَلَكُوتُ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ That glory be to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To that, to that being who? بِيَدِهِ مَلَكُوتُ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ That in His hands is ownership over everything. Ownership over everything. You know, it's incredible. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that in charge. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that in charge. That if you will something... It happens For us it takes effort Right to, to, to do things To implement changes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala It's just a matter of You know what This is what I want This is what's going to happen And you can't do anything about it You can't revolt against A snowstorm You can't protest against a snowstorm You can't try to fight off A snowstorm You can't put up You know A barrier And try to prevent it from happening And say no no You know what we're going to keep schools open today. We're going to keep offices open today. Our roads are going to be clean today. And we can't put, you know, uh, we can't put a barrier in the sky that blocks Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's will. It's just not possible. This is Allah ta'ala and He's fully in control. So this is what we learn, right? When, when these sorts of occurrences happen is that first, when some difficulty in this world comes upon a community or a group of people, that we should use it as a reminder for ourselves that look, we prepare for difficulties in this world that may or may not come. We prepare for challenges in this world that may or may not come. And yet we neglect to pay, we, we neglect to prepare for, challenge, for the challenge that most certainly will come. We forget about the provisions that we need to uh, acquire or attain for the day of judgment that's a guarantee. And the second thing is that when these sorts of things happen, it reminds us of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's true power over this world. And it's up to us to recognize it today rather than on the Day of Judgment. Look, there's no doubt that on the Day of Judgment, every single human being will accept the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Every single human being will accept Allah ta'ala's power. So we can either choose to accept it on that day, you know, and we'll be trembling out of fear, and accept that He's so powerful, Maliki Yawmuddin, that He's the master of the Day of Judgment, He owns it on that day. No one owns anything on the Day of Judgment except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it'll be very crystal clear to us in the hereafter. But we use these as, as reminders for us that in this world, just as much as in the hereafter, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is also in charge. And if He wills for something to happen, it happens in an instant. If He wills for something not to happen, it doesn't happen. In fact, this is why the Prophet ﷺ said that you know, if, the, if a group of people, if, if the entire world were to, collect, were to come together and plot against you and try to harm you, they wouldn't be able to do so except that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala willed it. And if the entire world came together and tried to benefit you, they wouldn't be able to do it except that Allah ta'ala willed that for you. This is Allah ta'ala's power. So we either accept it in the hereafter when it's too late, or we accept his qudra, his, his, his quwa in this world and, re and, and use all of these... Uh, these uh, 
these difficulties, you can say, as reminders for ourselves that Allah Ta'ala is truly in charge. And whatever He wants to do, He will do it. And no one, nothing can stop Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. So may Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala forgive us for our mistakes and allow us to uh, recognize the uh, importance of the hereafter. May Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala protect us from difficulties both in this life and in the hereafter. Mm -hmm. And may Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala allow us to prepare for the hereafter the way that the Sahaba and the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam had prepared for the hereafter. Mm -hmm. Wa